opportunity of anybody in the world, anywhere, anytime, under any circumstance, to instill within the hearts and minds of our children the truth because they trust us to be trustworthy, faithful, and truthful to them. Verse 127. Therefore I love thy commandments above gold, yea, above fine gold. Do we love the law of God more than we do money? Do we love the law of God more than we do success? Do we love the law of God more than we do the approval of men? All right, back to um, another word. Not only to aggressively seek it, but the fifth thing is to abandon ourselves to that truth. Now, what do I mean by that? When the Lord brings into your life a truth, we have one of two or three responses as a Christian. We can say, well, now, Lord, I want to consider that. Now, listen, if you do not abandon yourself to the truth, if you do not accept it as the truth, and then take the leap, this is the way I'm going to live, I'm going to live in the truth of what God is teaching me, then each time you face a given situation, you have to make a decision whether you're going to be truthful or untruthful whether you're going to do the right, truthful thing or one that is not. Abandonment says, this is the truth of God, and I give up my rights to myself, the desires of my heart, to live in the truth that God has given me. The truth of God involves every single area of our life, and there is nothing you and I need to know that God has not placed in this world. Look at the 25th Psalm for a moment. In the 25th Psalm and the 4th and 5th verse, listen. David said, Show me thy ways, O Lord. Teach me thy paths. Lead me in thy truth and teach me, for thou art the God of my salvation. On thee do I wait all the day. Is that the prayer of your heart? Show me thy ways, O Lord. Lead me into truth. If that is not our prayer, it may be because... We already know the truth, and we're not quite sure we want to abandon ourselves to the truth so that we can be trustworthy before God. Walking in truth. You see, to walk in truth is to walk in the light of our Lord. Next word, allow others in on the truth that God is teaching you. Allow others to share the truth that God is teaching you. You see, why does God give us truth? Why does he teach us those things that change our life? He teaches them, first of all, that we might be conformed to his likeness and his will in our life. The second reason he gives them is that you and I may become the channels through which other people can receive truth. You see, God has given us his men and his women, saints, committed, godly men and women, learning the great lessons of life, and you and I come along, and they're able to pull that truth out, and if we're accessible, willing to accept it, willing to apply it right on down the line, then that truth becomes a part of us. It becomes a working part of our life practically, and we're able to share it with someone else, and their life is changed, and so truth is disseminated in that way. You see, but too many of us know far more than we've ever been able and been willing to share with someone else. All of us know something this morning that will change someone else's life if we just share it with them. And then one last thing, and this is the key, assume responsibility for the truth that you know. You know what that says? It says, my friend, that all of us who know truth, and we know we don't know all the truth, we have it right here. 
And we're in the process of the Lord teaching us all that truth. But now watch this one thing. Listen, do you know why some of you have not been able to come to some truth that you'd like to come to? Because you're unwilling to listen on God's terms. You're waiting for God to pat it. Waiting for God to soften it down. Waiting for God to trim it up a little bit. Waiting for Him to shape it into your mold. He's not going to do that. Truth shapes us. We don't shape truth. Truth shapes us into God's mold. And all of us, any man who's willing to assume responsibility for the truth that he knows, is saying, dear God, I also assume the responsibility that one day I will be accountable for what I've done with that truth. Some of you are unsaved, never trusted Jesus Christ as your Savior. The truth says, if you turn your life over to Christ, you'll be saved. Some of you never walked in the Spirit. The Bible says, turn your life over to Him. He'll teach you how to walk in the Spirit. The Bible deals with our faith, our family, our finances, our future, our relationships, our friendships. There is no area in our life that God will not take care of if we will trust Him and walk in truth. You're listening to In Touch, the teaching ministry of Dr. Charles Stanley. Walking in God's truth begins with knowing Jesus as Savior. If that first step is the one you need to take, you can do that today with a humble prayer. Ask God to forgive your sin, trusting that Christ's sacrifice on the cross paid the penalty we deserve. Find out more at our website, intouch.org. And to review what you heard today, look for the link to Today on Radio on our homepage. If you'd like a copy of Dr. Stanley's complete message, you can order it from our online bookstore. The title is How to Handle Truth. Our web address again is intouch.org or call 1-800-IN-TOUCH. If you prefer, you can write to us at In Touch, Post Office Box 7900. Atlanta, Georgia, 30357. God reveals truth. It's our responsibility to respond to our Creator well. Today's moment with Charles Stanley is just ahead. In our spiritual journey, we often have questions. How do I know God's will for my life? Does God hear my prayers? Why do bad things happen? The answers are found in the Word of God. But how do we know where to start? The free In Touch devotional can help point you in the right direction with biblically-based content from Dr. Charles Stanley. You'll gain insight and wisdom through daily devotions, Bible studies, and more. The In Touch devotional, delivered monthly to your mailbox. Subscribe for free at intouch.org daily. Are you living a life of preferences or one that's based on God's Word? To enjoy a strong life, one that makes an eternal impact, we have to break free from the factors that make us weak. In Dr. Charles Stanley's book, Standing Strong, believers will find encouragement to construct a life based on the strength of enduring faith built on uncompromised biblical convictions. To order your copy of Standing Strong, call 1-800-IN-TOUCH or visit intouch.org. You're listening to In Touch. Are you currently praying for a person who is resistant to accepting the Bible as truth? Here's a moment with Charles Stanley. When we say to truth, I will think about it later. When we say to truth, I'll have to just think about that. When we say to truth, I'm not sure about that. When we say to truth, not now but later. What are we doing? We are resisting 
the tool of truth that God has sent into our life to shape us into his likeness. Now watch this. Why does the man decide the Bible is not true? Because he knows if it is true, his lifestyle will have to change. And so what does he do? Rationally, he acts like God and he declares the Bible is not all true. Isn't it interesting what he declares is not true? It's interesting to me that people who tell me the Bible's not true, the parts they don't believe is the very thing in their life they don't want to face. That's the part that is untrue to them. Or if they say, I believe it all except Genesis chapter 1 through 11, I believe it all except the book of the Revelation. Why do they cut the heart out of the front and the heart out of the back? Because if they can get enough heart out of it subconsciously, they say, then it's up to me to decide which other parts are true. But the man who says, this is the infallible resource book, guidebook, instruction book of life. And by it, God will guide and guard and instruct me and lead me. Then he has to face the truth. You can find help with understanding and embracing the truth of Scripture at InTouch.org. Tomorrow on InTouch, we'll tackle a subject that can be difficult to truly understand. I hope you'll join us Tuesday to hear what's involved in genuine repentance on In Touch, the teaching ministry of Dr. Charles Stanley. This program is a presentation of In Touch Ministries, Atlanta, Georgia, and remains on this station through the grace of God and your faithful prayers and gifts. Welcome to Breakpoint, a daily look at an ever-changing culture through the lens of unchanging truth. For the Colson Center, I'm John Stone Street. Earlier this month, tech multimillionaire and anti-aging obsessionist Brian Johnson invited 2,500 people to apply for a spot in his latest endeavor. Project Blueprint is a 90-day watered-down version of Johnson's extreme 2 million a year anti-aging regimen. The project's goal is simple, don't die. In addition to a $999 entry fee, those accepted will spend $333 a month on food products that make up about 400 calories of a daily diet. Those interested in tracking their progress more closely can purchase, quote, more advanced biomarker measurements for an additional $800 or $1,600, depending on the desired tier. Now, spending at least $2,000 on a three-month self-experimentation study that does not include daily groceries, that's a heavy lift for most people. However, in less than 50 hours, 8,000 people had applied. In addition to his celebrity status, one of the primary factors making Johnson's immortality experiment so compelling to so many is the myth of progress that still holds significant sway over the modern world. With that myth comes an illusion that eventually, somehow, we will gain mastery over our mortality. After all, thanks to modern medicine, deadly diseases like measles, mumps, and polio, diseases that once devastated mankind, are now largely preventable. Others, like smallpox, have been declared, quote, eradicated. Add in modern innovation like public sewage and running water and increased agricultural production, and in under 200 years, the average human lifespan has basically doubled. These scientific discoveries and medical advancements are gifts of God, and yet, for all the benefits brought to the common good through them, a common side effect has been humanity's inflated sense of control. It's not difficult to see why so many people remain convinced that death can be averted or even defeated by newer and more impressive technologies. Denying, downplaying, attempting to control death just robs people of the healing that they ultimately need and can only be found through restoration in Christ, the great physician. It's when we courageously confess our plight of death and sin 
that were able to find life. In a culture that refuses to accept any mortal limits, Christians must not succumb to fear-filled, denial-ridden attempts to eliminate or control mortality in our own strength. While we can and should work to improve ourselves, including our physical health and well-being, we can face our mortality with humility and courage, and especially with hope. After all, we do know the one who conquered death. For the Colson Center, I'm John Stone Street with Breakpoint. Today's Breakpoint was co-authored by Jared Hayden. And for more resources to live like a Christian today, go to Breakpoint.org. Loving your neighbor means speaking the truth, not lies. That includes the truth about sexuality, gender, and what it means to be human. The Identity Project exists to help you speak the truth and love those around you who are lost, hurting, and confused. At IdentityProject.tv, you can access 150 and growing videos on sexuality, gender, and identity topics from vetted subject matter experts. This digital platform is designed for parents, grandparents, teachers, leaders, ministers, medical professionals, and anyone who wants to know, speak, and advocate for the truth about human identity amid cultural chaos. Get 14% off an annual subscription this month with the code BREAKPOINT or start your free 24-hour trial. You can sign up today at IdentityProject.tv. That's IdentityProject.tv. Turn left at the next intersection. GPS is a great resource that can help you get to where you want to go. But some directions, you still have to choose for yourself. And depending on the path you choose, the outcome can be very different. Jesus said there are two roads of life, the broad road that leads to destruction and hell. And on that road, you'll have a good time, everything you want. But there's a narrow road that leads to heaven. And Jesus said, come to me and go down that narrow road. I'll be with you all the way. But there is a condition. You have to give up your sins. You have to confess that you have sinned against God and say, Lord, I have sinned and I'm sorry for my sin. Would you like to know more? Check out our website, findpeacewithgod.net. That's findpeacewithgod.net. We're the Billy Graham Evangelistic Association.